hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for episode 29 of the Moana Nui podcast. Uh, before we get started, we have a few announcements to uh, just remind you of. Uh, we want to give a shout out to our season two sponsor, Chat and Draw. Uh, please definitely check him out. His podcast, his, he does an amazing show. Definitely check out Chat and Draw. Uh, you can find them on Facebook and on YouTube. And now, as we get ready to introduce our guest for today, we have, first, I want to introduce myself. I am Dana of Danique Events. Most of you may know me from doing photography for both event and cosplay photography, but also staff con photography for a lot of the conventions, such as MomoCon, DragonCon, and such. And also with me is my lovely amazing co-host Moana. Hi guys, aloha my kako. Moana here, author of the Adventure of Nakua and Hea series, um, editor for the Wildcard Chronicles series, and independent community champion and lover of all indigenous peoples. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Awesome. And now we'll go ahead and introduce our guest for tonight on this podcast, LaShawn Colvin is an editor and creator of Beautiful Soldiers. Her comic career started in early 2014 as a graphic illustrator, editor, writer, and now comic bookstore owner. The first black woman to own a comic book store in the South. I mean, that's truly amazing. Uh, LaShawn began her art journey at a very young age. However, there was another gift she found herself having, writing. Her passion for writing and creating stories goes very deep. As a child, she drew inspiration for creating stories from one of her favorite childhood TV shows. So you can follow her and learn more about her comic through her website at www.beautifulsoldiers.com but you could also follow her on social media at facebook and instagram at beautiful soldiers and now we'll bring our special guest up front so you can get to know her and learn more about her hey, hi. Hello. Hey, <laughs> Party in the house. Girl, that introduction got me crumb. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. You just took me back to uh, college. I had, like, a, a couple friends that was from the South, and oh, my gosh. They'd be like, you got crump up in here. <laughs> I love it. You just made me a little homesick for them, but um, I love it. I have you here representing for Alabama and all of the South. We love you. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. You know, our first attempt, you know, we, we had some schedule conflicts. So I'm so excited that we finally got you because, yes. you know, I am a big fan of Beautiful Soldiers and everything you're doing, you know, in your life. So mm -hmm. um, let's get it. Let's get it started. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you grew up, and how did you find yourself in comics? Well, um, let's see. I just 
Okay, so I've been drawing like all my life since I was like a child. I've been into art. I've been into comics and like the whole pop culture medium. I just mm -hmm. love it. Like, it is literally a part of my soul and I could not imagine myself doing or being anybody else or doing anything else. I um, I was a big fan of Power Rangers. It all started from Power Rangers. Um, Team Pink Ranger, you know, so I was like the biggest Pink Ranger fan back in the day. And um, when I used to, when my, my love for Power Rangers, I was like, oh, I have to write stories and, you know, write scripts about these characters. And I was mm -hmm. so infatuated with fight scenes and the whole, it, it's morphing. Yeah. You know, um, so um, that's what got me in, into writing was Power Rangers. And, and that's what, and when I started creating those stories, you guys, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I want to be. Yeah. Like, stories. And then I got to the age of like maybe eight or nine and then Sailor Moon came. Mm -hmm. And that right there just changed the whole game. I used to watch Sailor Moon every Saturday morning on USA, USA right after um, uh, what was it? Mortal Kombat. The, the cartoon Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter back in the day. And I ain't gonna tell how old I am. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 22. Yes. <laughs> so um, fast forward to through all of that. I um, I remember I was I was sitting in my room and I was watching Sailor Moon. I used to record it back on something called a VCR. And I was watching one of my VHS tapes. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was right around the scene where they like transform. I was so infatuated with transforming, with them transforming. <laughs> you know, I I'm a big girl, but I'm proud to be a big girl. I'm a plus size supermodel. Okay. There you so, go. Yeah. So seeing and, and when I was younger, I was like, I was insecure about my body. So mm. seeing for a, a, a young plus size girl back in them days seeing uh other girls transforming and, and we all knew they were naked but it was just beautifully drawn and beautifully animated back in the day mm -hmm. and it me to be happy with my size it really did and it was okay mm. even though yes. any but still it was seeing other girls on tv who are powerful and superhero okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember I paused the TV and I was like, oh my God, let me get, I, I grabbed a blue pen and a piece of notebook paper and I just started drawing. I sat in front of my TV and I just started drawing what I saw. And when I got done, I was like, oh my God, this looks just like what I drew. And from that moment on, my life changed. Art was mm. what I knew I wanted to be. I wanted to be a powerful and famous artist. That's what I wanted to do. And yeah. you know, they say, you know, when you're young, you you know, I, I'm a gamer girl. I'm a comic book lover. I'm an anime lover. I'm a manga lover. And they yeah. say, when you get older, you're supposed to grow up. Well, I never grew up. I'm still <laughs> a kid in all of that. Like, I still game. I still read my comics and I still do all the stuff that I did when I was a kid. 
I just mm. do it now a professional level. So, yes. you know, that's how I kind of got into it. Very nice. Very nice. Now, you're definitely a Renaissance woman. Uh, you draw, you edit, you write, and you manage. Your career spans from graphic illustrator to editor to writer to comic book store owner. As a Black woman, you had to bring your talent and prove yourself in so many arenas that typically are male-dominated. How were you able to maneuver in the world of comics and store ownership? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, I will say what really has helped me to maneuver all of that is surprise. Well, I'm not going to say surprisingly, other the male creators. They are so supportive. They are so helping. They are so loving and caring. And they really got every every male creator that's in the industry that I had questions and wanted to learn from, they answered mm -hmm. them. They they helped, they guided me and the women too, you know. So honestly, that's really what kind of helped me. Like my art team that's on my book, on my beautiful soldier book are our mainstream artists. And they helped me become a better artist because they just like just as much as I was their editor and and letting them know what needs to be this and that, they taught mm -hmm. me too because they're a very skilled artist. So me being an artist at heart, even though I'm an editor, I'm still studying their work and studying their styles. So mm. they help me be able to maneuver all of that as well. As far as my art is concerned, writing, that was my first passion. And mm. when it comes to writing, I feel like writing is easier for me than drawing, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now the store, again, um, my mentor is a, is a, a, a comic store owner here in my city as well. His store okay. opened for 32 years. Wow. Uh, his name is Rob. Shout out to Rob of Capital City Comics here in my city. And he took my hand, you guys, answered any questions that I had, helped me set up all of my accounts, gave me advice on what to order, what not to order, what deals to look for, how to build it, how to do everything. I could not have done that store without Rob. And mm. you know, later, but he's like, like I said, when it comes to comic retail, he is my mentor. He teaches me, even to this day, he's still teaching me. He's still helping me. Beautiful. He put up flyers all throughout his store right before I opened. Tell his customers to come and support me. You know, he didn't have to do that. You know, yes. you know, share his customers like that. But we understand that comic, the the geek culture. We're not, we don't just go to one comic store anyway. We yes. on New Comic Book Day. What do we do? We travel to every store that's in our city because we mm -hmm. understand that every store offers something that the other one doesn't. Yes. So if one store succeeds, guess what? We all succeed. Because mm -hmm. if I carry it and he don't, he sends them to me. And if it's something yes. I, that, he want, that they want and I don't have, guess what? I send them to them. There you go. Community. 
Yeah, I love that. The collaboration within the community, you know, talking mm -hmm. to quite a few of our guests. Um, it's, you know, I, I've just been learning about the behind the scenes of the comic book shops and, and understanding yeah. their perspectives as well as as they play in this uh, critical part of this ecosystem. Um, mm -hmm. So we certainly respect women who embrace their inner passions um, like you do and use your talent to impact the world around you. How has being in the midst of male-dominated worlds made you a stronger and more resilient woman? Um, mm. It's made me more critical of, of where I step and where I go, you know? Um, and what I mean when I say that, like, um, and, and and I'll go ahead and announce, I was waiting to, I wanted to announce this on your show anyway, Moana. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I have a new editing gig coming up with my first mainstream publisher. I cannot name the publisher yet, but I am about to transition into mainstream editing titles now. Pretty nice. Yeah. So, and the and the, and the the editorial director that helped me that's helping me get this gig is, is a man. So, um, I've learned to be very careful where I step in this industry to make mm. sure I don't overstep my boundary and overstep on certain people's toes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because really, and, I mean, it's sad that it's like this, but it's like this in any industry. You know, um, you have to just kind of play the game. Mm -hmm. Be yourself, be authentic, but also be mindful about where you go in your career and who you you know, who you go to and who you go with. You understand? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Being selective about your circle and, and the folks yeah. that you associate yourself with. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really, really, I'm, oh, I so badly want to say the publisher, but they told me not to say nothing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. We don't want you um, invalidating any agreements or contracts. Mm -hmm. Keep that on the hush. Yeah, um, we don't want to mess with your money. We don't mess with money. Mm -mm. Yes, yes, but I can say that I will soon be editor of, over mainstream titles. That's awesome. Congratulations. Nice. We're so excited you. that you decided to share it on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love y'all. Yes, definitely. I, I, I also wanted to say, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, maneuvering in a male-dominated industry, I will say that, um, I will say thankfully, and I hope I don't experience it, but I know it's there. Thankfully, I've never had like any any bad aura or energy from the male creators come at me about mm. being, being a woman and being a black woman. And then also with my store, I'm very blessed and very thankful that I've never had any. Well, you know what? Let me say that. Last week, let me tell y'all what happened last week. Let me share this tea. So last week I got a call. Now, since I opened up my store, ladies, I have never gotten any hate or backlash or anything, you know. Um, so I got a call from uh it was on my store phone. And you know, I answered, I was like, hello, Commerce and King. And the guy was on the other end and he said, um, I'm not going to cuss, but I'm going to just say the, word, the the beginning letters of what he's saying. He was like, yeah, um, are you that NB 
the letter N and the letter B. Are you that NB that um that works at that owns the comic book store, the comic book store? And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, um, yeah, yeah, you're that that NB that um that think you can just come to the south and 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 come to our city and open up a store. Well, we're gonna come down there, we're gonna come down there and we're gonna F you and your P. And when I tell you, ladies, I was so, like, I was shook. I never had nothing like that happen to me before. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just got a hate call. And, it, you know, and it's sad, you know, that we have to go through stuff like that. I, I actually was so shook and scared that they were going to come and do something to me that I shut my store down that day and I went home. I like positive energy, like we are, like y'all ladies do. I like to be around positive people and positive energy. I don't handle negative negativity well, and I don't handle negative people well. I, I really shut down because I have to be happy every day, all day, like really. And after that happened, I said, okay, you know, I knew what I signed up for. Um, a lot of people know me in my city now. I get people coming in all the time, wanting pictures and all type of stuff. And this is what I wanted. I wanted people to respect my work. So I went out to Best Buy. I got me some cameras. I put them up around the store. And I called and got me a security system. And I kept it pushing. I know that's right. Like, I'm so sorry that you had to, to deal with that. Like, that that's shit needs to stop. I mean, I'm going to say, like, that... That's just trash. I mean, yes. And like, just hearing you say that, like, oh, my hackles just got up. Like, where they at? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all gonna leave my sis alone? Stop the madness! <laughs> like, yes. it's when just the, say, the ignorance. Oh my god, Moana, that scared me so bad. I literally was like, I gotta go. Yeah. What was going to happen? I was scared. I was thinking that I was going to come to work the next day. They bust out my window, steal all my stuff out of there because, you know, I didn't have any security and I I didn't have security cameras. I didn't have security and I don't have insurance on my store yet. It's something that's on my to do list, but I thought I had a little time. Right. Yeah, fuck that. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's really just a testament to your success, though. Like, I mean, I. I know it's 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 traumatic to have to like have someone directly threaten you like that, but like it's like okay, haters, I see you. I must really be doing something that's yes. making an impact. Then like exactly. okay, well I see you, but guess what? I'm gonna keep going. You know, like mm-hmm. it's yeah. a bigger mission, and and we like I will say on behalf of the community, thank you for all you're doing to represent us and like just all of the talent and yes. strength and just solidarity that is present within the community and you're bringing it, you know, to, to a higher level. So thank you so much for being there on the front lines for us. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And like I said, you know, I'm an indie creator and I will always be an indie creator at heart. And I always will have that level and respect for the grind that Mm -hmm. it's for us to be successful. When we, when you don't have a big time publisher that's backing you or give throwing out a shit ton of money to you, <laughs> you know, it makes you more humble and it makes you more 
I just I feel like it makes you better as a writer and as an artist and as a creator when you gotta hustle up your own shit to make shit pop and move. Mm-hmm. You know, that's better than anybody with a silver spoon could do. You know, they would they don't understand the grind that it takes uh indie creators to go through when you got uh when you got your power bill coming up, but you want to go ahead and pay for these couple of more pages. You want to say you gotta call the power company and be like, Can I get a little extension? You know, <laughs> <laughs> You oh, know, that's real talk. You can get that book done. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I mean, I, I I remember hearing that on previous interviews that you've done. You know, like you you were serious about what you were doing with Beautiful Soldiers. Like you put some of your bills like on like you went without heat. Like that is some soldier stuff right there. Like yes. not everybody would be willing to make that sacrifice, and I think that's a a huge mm-hmm. testament to why you're successful and why those stupid threats will not stop you in what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, oh my God, Moana, thank you so much for, for that. You really don't know how much that means to me because I just, I mean, I look at everything that I'm doing now and I look, I would never, you can never tell me three, three years ago when I was going through all of that, that I would, it would be like it is now because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I had those doubts when I was, you know, when I was getting tired of taking cold showers, you know, three years straight of cold showers. or And then when I did want to take a warm bath, I got to boil my water. I got to boil my water on top of the stove, you know, just so I can make my dream come true. And then, Lord Jesus, you know, let winter come. I ain't got no heat. I got to sit here and go to Walmart, buy two, three um, heaters to put them around my bed so I can stay warm. My damn dog looking at me like, bitch, it's cold. (laughs) Come on, you got hair on you, honey. You know, so you good. (laughs) I'm serious. Like... That's what I'm saying. Like being an indie creator is tough, but it is if you can get through the through them tough years, it is mm-hmm. the most rewarding feeling that you can ever have. Especially when you can break that Kickstarter mode and you can play that Kickstarter game. I'm so proud of myself that I was able to do that, and I know it's all downhill from here. <laughs> yes, yes. Now. Uh, since you opened the shop, you've been doing a lot of press and interviews and really being a shining light and a champion of the independent community. How has your life changed since then? Honestly, it, it's changed pretty nicely. Um, uh, I get a lot. Oh, my goodness. And I'd be feeling so bad. I get so many messages from indie, indie creators that, you know, they have questions or they want me to look at their book to put it in the store. But I'm just one woman right now. But I am trying to get a team to help me out, you know. But some of them I don't get to. And I'd be like, oh, Lord, you know, I'd be feeling so bad. And But I try to make sure I backtrack to get to everybody. But it, it's so nice that people take time out of their day. Like, these people are taking time out of their day to comment on my post and say, you're an inspiration, or we love your book, or this looks good. I mean, 
you can't, that ain't nothing to, you know, take small at. These are people taking time out of their days to look mm-hmm. at stuff that I'm doing. So yeah. I need to make sure that I thank them and I tell them, you know, thank you. And, you know, please keep believing in me and follow following me because this ain't it. Because I got some plans this year. You know, I'm not playing with it. You know, that, that editing get that was one of my biggest goals this year to take it to the next level and i got some more stuff that i'm trying to do too right yes i know that's right yeah i want to read this comment that's um coming in from one of our listeners i work as a middle school ela teacher and the amount of african-american students that i have who watch anime and play video games is astounding it's awesome to see your success, LaShawn. I'm happy to share this with my students next week. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. Yeah. Yes, that was so nice. Thank you. And especially, you know, other young girls, you know, who are trying to break into the, oh, I, I do not know how many times I love uh, when I see young girls coming in, in my comment store. Um and, and and especially the first time they come in. I've had a couple of girls come in for the first time, y'all. And, you know, they'll walk in like this, you know, kind of nervous and scared. And they their parents will be trying to push them. And, you know, they'll be like, see, there was a, a girl who's who's reading comments. And, honey, I'll come over there. This is glamorous. Like, hey, girl, come on. Let's go look at this. You know. Yes. Into yes. It. You know, I love seeing other women and other girls getting into comments. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's take it over. Shit. Kind of along what you just said, like, so what advice would you offer to young women who are aspiring to be a creator or a business owner? Don't quit. That's probably the best advice somebody gave me. Don't quit. Because whatever you're trying to get into with comics or be a, being a business owner, it is not easy. And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell y'all ladies, this store, Lord Jesus, I'm thinking this is gonna be a walk in the park. It's a whole other pole game. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even gonna lie to you, it was it was some moments where I wanted to say, Oh no, I, I'm not even gonna go down this road. You know, I can draw my ass off, I can write, I can create beautiful books, I know how to edit, I know how to create comics, and I can tell you everything about that. But when it comes to the the, the retail part, oh, that was just that. This is a whole nother ball game, man. It is tough. Like I want to give up right now. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. That store is whooping my ass. Not in a bad way. Yes. I'm learning a whole. I'm I'm taking on a whole other baby. You know, beautiful soldiers is my baby. Mm-hmm. I would have given up everything. I would have lived in my car. I was prepared to let my apartment go. And just live in my car until I finish that book. But I but I prayed about it. And that's when I was like, you know what? Let me just cut, cut away some of my bills. But I was ready to move into my car and go to work. You know, I had a whole plan set up. I was going to keep my, I was going to go to work. I was going to get a gym membership. So that way I could take my showers in the gym. And I had researched about how people, you know, Eskimo people or whatever you call them, you know, moving in their cars and living in their cars. I had researched all of that. I was ready to make that sacrifice for beautiful wow. soul. And I didn't care how long it took. I was ready. But I'm like, oh, 
the store. I know it's not going to be easy. I only been open three months and I'm talking like I've been open three years, but I want to be transparent. It's not. Mm -hmm. And I want to quit, but I'm not. I'm not going to quit. Yes. Yes. So So many people don't understand those struggles. Exactly. My advice for young girls who are trying to, who want to be entrepreneurs or, or business owners, do not quit. Work hard. Do what you need to do to make it, make make what you do a success. My store is not where I need it to be. I'm not, it's financially, no. But it's, it's getting there. But is it there yet? No, it's not. So guess what LaShawn Cobra's going to do? I'm about to go out and get a second job. I'm about to go. I, I got an interview lined up coming up now. So to, when I leave my store at 6 o'clock, I'm going to take my answer to my other job. So that way the money the store is not making. That is why I got another job to supplement that money and help push my store up and keep it afloat until it picks up to where it needs to pick up to. That's why I've hired somebody to and I think I announced that the other day. So that way why I'm my I don't even call it another job. Excuse me, y'all. Hustle. I got a second <laughs> hustle. And I'm going to work this other hustle to help this store stay afloat until it take off like I know it's going to take off. There you go. So do what you need to do. If you want, for whatever you're trying to do, don't quit. And that's why I didn't quit. I said, let me put my big girl panties on and make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another great comment just came in from D Webb, Donna Webster. Uh, he said, LaShawn, you are a shining light for the city of Montgomery, and we appreciate you. So shout outs to D Webb. He, he actually um, spent some time in the Marines with my husband. So um, yeah, he actually came in the store and he bought issue two. He said, as soon as he saw the name, he was like, oh, this is an automatic. <laughs> Like, I love it. Connecting communities like all over the country. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Definitely. Um, now, earlier you mentioned about how childhood t- TV brought you into the world of art. What childhood TV show, when you were watching it, gave you that inspiration to begin drawing? Um, it would definitely, It would definitely be Sailor Moon. It would definitely be that. I um, I, I I watched a lot. I watched a lot of shows. I was, excuse me. I was a huge fan of Sailor Moon first and foremost. I was a huge fan of the Mortal Kombat cartoon back in the day, uh, Street Fighter. Um, I was a huge fan of Tenchi Muyo. Yes. Um, yes, I'm still at Brahma one half. Um, I was a huge fan of uh. Of uh, Gundam, um, mm-hmm. I was not a huge fan of Dragon Ball Z. Sorry, y'all. Y'all know <laughs> I, I talked a lot about that show, and um, I was a huge fan of uh, Sakura, mm-hmm. uh, Car Capture Sakura. Um, a lot of anime, a lot of anime. Um, I was a huge fan of a lot of anime because back in the day, if you think about it, that was anime was. 
was really what showcased girls in the in the front. Yes, uh, whole girl teams like uh, uh, Magnite Ray Earth. That's one mm -hmm. of my favorite things too. You know, and I can't really think of a lot of American-made cartoons back in the nineties that showcased women or yes. girls. So it was a lot of anime that I was watching uh, uh, featuring female characters. And then um, other shows that I did watch that were American that actually showcased women uh, was, was Xena. I was a huge Xena fan. Um, I still am. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one of my favorite shows. Uh, Alias was a favorite show. I used mm -hmm. to love that show. Um, so when it came to like live action shows, those were those shows played a big part of my life too, mm. and gave inspiration to showcase uh, young women and young girls in the forefront. I'm so glad you said Alias. I actually forgot about that show. That <laughs> <laughs> but girl, was that not a good show? Yes, it, was, it was. It was. Yes. That was a good show. But I hate that her that her dad died at the end. I hate mm. that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I definitely hate that because, oh, dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, that's amazing. Yeah, those are some really good influences. I mean, Xena was is was definitely breaking molds back then. So, mm -hmm. um, kind of bringing it up to. Y'all heard about um the new Buffy that's supposed to be rebooting? That's going to be a black girl. Yes, I did hear about mm -hmm. that. I did. Yeah. Um. I I'm excited. What do, you think, what do you think about that? I mean, I'm open to seeing different interpretations of things. I just mm -hmm. hope it's not one of those cases where it's just like to check a box, right? Like, yes, you know, like like they do with some of the characters in the more mainstream universe. It's like, oh, we're gonna make them black now, but it's mm -hmm. still like, yeah. come on, you know. I'm sorry, I've never been one that jumps on the bandwagon that. You know, they can just come up with a black character that's based off an established white character. I'm not a fan of that. Mm -hmm. I feel that if they actually take the time and put in to create these characters, like Vixen, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, Storm, mm -hmm. uh, yes. a lot of the other black female comic characters, take their time to actually invest in it for real for real like yeah. that girl thing how y'all feel about that which one sis again the back the new bat girl oh i ain't gonna lie the, the girl bad but mm -hmm. how do you feel about now they but them making bat girl black on the show I was fine with it, but it just felt like it was a quick replacement because they they were doing something quick to replace the previous actress. And then with the social climate, it was like, well, we'll just go ahead. And it just felt like they just insert here. Mm -hmm. And then that way we have everything covered. And I really felt that they could have wrote her character better and brought out more of her acting abilities and made her really shine versus what they have her doing right now. Hopefully their writing will get better and Hopefully. the series yeah. can last, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm which I agree with those points. Those are some good points. 
Yeah, I haven't really um, watched it or followed it yet, so that's definitely something I'll have to do. <clears throat> but, um, all right, so yeah, so let's talk about The Beautiful Soldiers. Um, you both edited and created it. Uh, what inspired you to create the comic? Um, and were there specific people that you had in mind when you um, were coming up with the stories for the, the main characters in it? <laughs> You know, I've never, ever revealed this, but I'm going to reveal it on your show because you are my girl. So, yes, my girls, when I was drawing their characters, they are based on particular celebrities. Um, I'm going to start with Tara, the black girl, because she's like the main soldier. Well, they're all very, very important, but, you know, I do focus on her. Um, her design is based off Beyonce. Okay. Yes. I'm a huge Queen Bee fan. So, of course, there was nobody else that can capture the essence of that character but Beyonce. So, I looked at a lot of Beyonce imagery. Um, uh, I gave Tara my hair. I always have particular hairstyles. And a lot of people can kind of see the similarities with my hair and Tara's hair. So, I always kind of gave her, like, long fabulous hair because that's what i love uh when it comes to art i always tell my artists work the hair if you don't work anything else work that hair <laughs> your drawing can be shitty and pissy but if you work that hair good enough ain't nobody gonna tell so i always tell people tell my artists to work the hair um cassie the caucasian character um i looked at a lot of taylor swift imagery when I came up with her, um, Kasumi, um, the uh, uh, Japanese character, um, uh, Zhang Zai from Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon mm -hmm. was my influence for her. Um, and Pow Wow, the Native American character, um, Jessica Alba was who I looked at for um, imagery and inspiration. Okay. So yes. And then, um, who was, was there anybody else I based off of celebrity? Um, the only other character that is heavily based off of um, a celebrity is the male lead character, but who's actually a villain. And he's the leader of his team, Adonis. Um, I have a, a, a actor who uh, is on a Netflix show called Black Summer. Um, he's an actual Beautiful Soldier sponsor, and he worked with us to make Adonis basically look just like him. And uh. our art team, he we um, we look at the imagery, and Adonis looks exactly like Justin Chu Carey from Black Summer. And um, so, uh, cool. Uh, Keep in prayers that one day when Beautiful Soldier gets picked up, he will play that character. That's that's another goal. I want him to play the character that I base him on. You know, uh, that yeah. would be right there. That would be real. That would be like full circle. It really. Would. So those are only characters that are based on you know celebrity. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. Was there a comment? I'm sorry, I can't. Not 
Was good. did somebody say something? I don't want to miss no miss the comments, Moana. Did somebody? I just saw you put one up there. Oh what? yeah, and uh, Shaggy, Andy Shaggy Cordy was saying, uh, "Sup, ladies? Not here for long. Just say hi, um, and share it out. She's, he's gonna catch the replay." Oh, okay. Hi, Andy. Yeah, and there was <laughs> one previously from Haley saying that she would have never um, connected with you if it wasn't through Mike, um, and she was saying that conventions are amazing for getting your geek side to flourish and also make connections with others. Hey, Hailey. Hailey is uh, <laughs> the associate editor on my book. By yes. Yeah. Awesome. Now, you know, going with the title of your book, which is Beautiful Soldiers, what does beautiful mean to you? Oh, God. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful to me is... It means a lot, it, 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 and it, it's not all, all superficial. Uh, beautiful just means from your your essence to your from from inside to outside. You know, um, be, uh, being a beautiful person, being um, a beautiful uh, beautiful energy, beautiful attitude, um, beautiful everything. Um, you know, because you see, I, I've seen a lot of beautiful people who are ugly. Mm -hmm. so, yes, definitely beautiful is not all. It's not always skin or what you see, because trust me, half of the people who are beautiful, they're really not. You know, so yes, for me, you know, yes, I, I made my girls beautiful. But it's so much more than, than that. That name actually came from something else, by the way. <laughs> it didn't necessarily come from, you know, how beautiful I draw the girls. It came, okay, can I give you a little? Yes, yes, yes. Go for it, yes. Okay, the name of my book was not originally called Beautiful Soldiers. If people who've been following me back in the day, I used to call my book the four elements and the girls were not um they weren't elementals they were witches and um i tried to trademark and copyright the four elements and the name was taken so i was like shit well okay what other name could be perfect for them and so that's when i dropped the whole witch thing and then I re-took a look at the story and I elemental race, the whole alien race type thing. Mm -hmm. And I decided to make them uh, hybrids, half elemental, half human. And I also was like, okay, well, I, they're, they're, my book is an action book. So I want them to be like soldiers and warrior women type characters. So that's when the whole soldiers came into play. And a lot of people tell me how beautiful my drawings were and how beautiful the girls were. So that's how beautiful came in to play. Oh, very nice. That's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and then, of course, I guess I got to give it. Sailor Moon played a part in that, too. <laughs> of course. I mean, the influences, right? The things that you were a fan of will definitely, yes. you know, find their way into your own work, too. Yeah, Sailor Moon. Absolutely. Uh, uh, for my fellow my fellow Moonies, 
when they read the book, they will see the subtle hints that I put in to give a shout out to um, uh, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon changed my life. It really did. I can't say it. I really cannot stress how much that sh that show and that manga changed me as a person. It, it played a big part, a huge part of my life. I would not be who I am today if it was not for that show. It's, I know it's crazy to say, but it's so true, you guys. Like That show really played a big part of my life. If I ever, and I hope and pray one day that before I leave this earth, that I meet Naoko Takeuchi and the creator of Sailor Moon, and I just tell her, and I know she's probably here it her whole life, but I want her to know how much her work changed me. I would, when I tell you if I ever see that woman in person, I would probably faint. Yes. They're going to have to commit me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. A little fangirl action. I love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of her work. That's amazing. Yes. Um, so, you, you know, initially you were going to release uh, Beautiful Soldiers um, as like individual issues. Because mm -hmm. um, I remember when I was following you at the beginning, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, you two is coming out. And then, um, you know, I heard that you were going to do a graphic novel. So part of me was like, oh, but at the same time, I was like, but I love graphic novels, though. Like, give me the whole story. Um, so what made you decide to wait and release it all together? Sean Mac ass. <laughs> Y'all tag his ass in here. <laughs> yeah, Sean Mac. Sean motherfucking Mac. And I blame you for, for me having to spend all this money when I would have been done with my book two years ago. But fool it with your ass. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously. Um, oh, what did I want to say, Moana? That comment. What did that comment say? How can you... Uh, they wanted to know how can they order your book? Um, well, the book is not out yet. It's coming. It's coming. I'm so sorry, you guys. Give, give me a little bit more time. It is coming. Um, we are almost done. We got one more chapter to color. And I just talked with Ed Duke Shire, my letterer, the other day. He is about to start lettering the book. I just got to um, kind of go over the script one more time and make sure there ain't no mistakes. And then he's going to start lettering. And um, I got to, and then I got some stuff I got to do. I got like three guests. Uh, covers that I got that my team got to draw, which Moana is one of your your covers. Um, so once we get all that done, which that don't take long either, um, give give me a little time. It's coming, and um, I when we get closer to the book being done, um, then I'll start letting people know how they can, um, you know, where they can go to buy it because you know it's gonna be on Short Fuse website because that's my publisher right now of the book. It's gonna be on my website on the Beautiful Soldier website, and I'm going to have it in the store. So it'll be a lot of different ways you can buy it. Um, but to go back to Sean Mac Us, um, I was, in the beginning, Beautiful Soldiers was like a comic. And I Sean called me, I don't know if he called me or I called him. And I was like, Sean, you know, the book was only 29 pages, Moana. 29. 
That's how, that's how long the comic was. And Sean was like, shit, you didn't be you didn't you didn't work up all this hype. Now you can't release no little floppy book. <laughs> I said, what you mean? Come out, you know, you didn't have people waiting this long, and you just gonna come out with like a little a little floppy 29-page book. You might as well just do a graphic novel. I think I think people would would expect your book to be a little bit more than what you're doing. So you need to do a graphic novel. And I would say, ladies, that was the best advice Sean could have ever given me. Because I was able to really expand the story, expand the characters, give them more character development, and really make, make the book nice and meaty and just, oh my God, fabulous. Um, so I'm, I'm being shady with Sean, but for real though, like... He told me to turn into a graphic novel. That was one of the best conversations and, and advice he could have ever given me. And I loved him for that. And I'm glad I did it. Now, going forward, is it going to be a graphic novel? It's going to be a mini graphic novel. Because I don't have another $25,000 to spend to do another book. And that's mm. how much my book has cost me. That's how wow. much over the course of these years, because my artist, let me give y'all a little, a little math lesson. My artist is $100 per page. That's just for pencils and inks, okay? And and that's just me, because me and him got a good relationship. Because like I said, he's a mainstream, mainstream artist, so he charges way more than that. But me and him are cool like that. So picture having 150 pages. And you charge it, you charging a hundred dollars to draw them 150 pages. Okay. So the fifteen thousand dollar that I made on my Kickstarter, which I'm very thankful for, ain't even close to what I spent on this book. My uh my colorist, Sebastian, who's with Marvel, charges $90 per page. So and that he's giving me a, a we cool like that too. So he charges a lot more than that. And you know, that's damn near another fifteen thousand. So I have put. Oh, if only y'all know how much y'all. If only y'all know how much I have put in this book. Oh, I know. So this this is so much more. <laughs> <laughs> Moana, you know. Yes, I know. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm telling y'all. It, every every comment that I get or every like I get, everybody who supports me, you do not know how much that means to me, y'all, because I have I put a lot in this. I really did. I really did. But guess what, though? I don't regret not one penny that I invested in my book because Beautiful Soldiers took me exactly where it's taking me exactly where I know I'm going. Mm. You know? It, look, it got me on this show. Okay. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so what is your process for selecting your creative team for Beautiful Soldiers? Um, it, my process is actually pretty easy. You know, uh, it don't take much for me to kind of look at an artist and tell if they can deliver the art that I need them to deliver for my book. Um, I just need to see a couple of pages or a, a pen. I can look at, I can tell if they can deliver it by a pen up, you know? So it don't really take much because I've done it so long now. So I can just kind of look and be like, yeah, 
I don't know if you know if you'll be a, a good fit for exactly what I need. But the, or then there'll be some people that send me stuff and I'd be like, oh, he is perfect. Like um, like the artist I got now, he has taken my book to a whole other level. Mm. You know, really, really good artists. I, I I have like three different artists on my book. I got one artist that did chapter one. And then my main artist, who I work with now, did chapters two, three, four, and five. And then um, my other artist, who did the cover of the Hendry Presetia, he he did chapter six as well. So he did the cover and he did chapter six. Yeah, lots of skills um, on your team for sure. Yes, yeah. And um, you know, everybody and 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 everybody has just worked so hard. Everybody. Everybody is working so hard on the book. You know, they are working like like uh, my colorist Sebastian. He's the colorist on the Shane Chi book on the Shane Shane Chi with Marble. And um, oh my God, on top of the on top of him maintaining his deadline with Marble, he is working in overtime to make sure he maintains his deadline with me as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's that's amazing because like having. You know, uh, we were talking about this um, with Mog on our, our previous episode. It's like the time management and ability to stay on the deadlines. Mm-hmm. I mean, and especially for creators like that who are, um, you know, they have their mainstream jobs, which are, you know, probably carrying most of their, you know, financial bills and, you know, things like that. But then also being able to commit themselves to independent, um, mm-hmm. you know, independent projects, which is, you know, to me is a testament to like the quality of what Beautiful Soldiers is, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. and having that quality in the team and having everybody committed and on point to delivering on the goals that, you know, you've set for yourself, especially when you have a Kickstarter, because, you know, you kind of have to predict like when the book's going to be ready. Not everybody can stay on task, you know, um, with that. So yeah, shout out to the team. I'm looking forward to getting a custom cover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about that too, Moa. I'm so, I don't know exactly, um, and since we're talking about that, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly is uh, what, uh, how you want the cover. I don't know if you're going to want like uh, the character by itself or you're going to want the character with the beautiful soldiers, however you want us to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping you're leaning towards having the girls in with your character. Too, yes, I, I so do. Hot. Yeah, I want the girls with my character. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> so we talked a little bit earlier about the new gig that you have um, becoming editor for mainstream titles. Mm-hmm. Um how did you like how did you choose which books you would be an editor on even you know with the independent projects that you've worked on um well it all honestly it all started with Dorothy's Dorothy's Jean. um she really opened, I was already editing before that you know but I was kind of like a newbie editor you know I was I was editor on my book and maybe a couple of other people but I would say Dorothy's really opened up a good door for me because she introduced me to Sean. She introduced me to Short Fuse. And I ended up becoming editor on Spirit Destiny issue two, which is one of her best-selling books today. And um, 
she really fought that girl really fought hard for me to get the job with short fuse like she mm-hmm. really put up a fight for me to get that job and i remember when i had my my little interview um because I, I didn't have it with sean i had it with um a guy who was editor with the company at the time josh and after the interview i had called dorothy's and i was like girl i hope i get it and she was like, well, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna make sure you get it because I want you to be my editor. And I was like, well, and I said it just like this. I said, well, girl, if they smart, they'll hire me. <laughs> <laughs> I said it just I said, well, girl, if they smart, they'll hire me. If they know what's good for them, they will. Uh, that's what's um, <laughs> that confidence. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I said it just like that. And fast forward to today, I'm still with them. <clears throat> Been editor over numerous people's books um, with the company. Really, really amazing books. Um, so, so really with short pews, I just take on whatever they give me. I'm just happy to even what that one say. Those are facts, but hashtag free promo. That's from Dorfies. Oh. <laughs> oh, who is that? Dorfies. <laughs> <laughs> See, that we gotta love our line. fam. <laughs> yes, Dorfees was a was a guest on season one. So if you guys haven't okay. watched that, go back and check that out too. Yeah. But um, yeah, and um it just really, you know, I, I take on a lot of uh a lot of books with the company, period. But then people who bring me on outside. Um, the only thing that I ask people to do if they want to bring me on as their editor is like, be serious about it. Don't be bullshitting. And I tell them quickly, like, I ain't with being having my name attached to a book, and you got a, a some art that look like my thirteen year old cousin drew, uh, nephew drew it. No, that ain't gonna work with me. I want you to be able to put your book right beside any Marvel or DC title and it look just as good, if not better. Mm-hmm. So I'm really picky on when people bring me on to be their, their editor. I don't want to be a part of a, a, a book that is not going to uphold that quality. You ain't got to spend what I spend. I'm not telling people they got to spend a hundred, two hundred dollars on the artist, but whatever artist you do have, make sure they're going to deliver a quality book. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yep, that's great advice. Great advice. Now, um, for indie creators looking to get their books in your shop, what does your filtering process look like and how do they get in contact with you? Okay, say that again. I'm sorry. I want to make sure I understand. So for the indie creators, for their um, actual books and comics, uh, what is your process, your filtering process of deciding who get to be in your store and how do they get in contact with you to be considered? Um, well, they can always inbox me on Messenger or they can email me. They can email my Beautiful Soldier Web uh, email or they can interview my, my comic store email. Or um, I have a submission page on the actual website, the comics and geeks dot com well is is that email that website i don't know what the hell i was thinking when i was signing up for it but it's it's www.comics hyphen and hyphen geeks.com i know it's a mess but there's a 
there's a submission page on there. So people can go on there and they can submit on there. Um, or you can just take the easy route and just send it to me. Now, the only thing is that I get bombarded by messages. Oh my goodness. Every day. I got so many messages still that I'm still trying to go through. If I don't like, there was a guy who put a post on, I was hugged. I, I put a post of my Indie Wall in my store and um, some uh, somebody like shared it or somebody took the, took a picture I put on there and then they put a status and tagged me in it. And then I felt so bad because somebody commented. It was like, oh, when this store is being built, I submitted my um my my book or something, he said, and never heard nothing bad. And that just broke my broke my heart because I had so much going on at the time with trying to get that store together on top of trying to take all of the submissions that people were sending me. I had a lot going on. I got some legitimate shit going on, okay? So yeah. You know, I hate that he feel that way. And I, guess what? I still ain't commented back to the post because I meant to go on there and say, honey, I'm sorry. Send me what you got. But guess what? Forgot. So now I just remember that I, when I get off of here with y'all, I'm <laughs> coming back to him. I mean, but but that's... I mean, I'm glad you said that, though, because it is... I mean, y'all heard her. This She's the only one, right? She's working to yeah. get a team. But realistically, like... What she's doing is amazing. It's it's needed. I hope more people step up to support the independent community. But I don't want you to feel bad that you can't respond to everything because that's like not realistic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm gonna tell you guys, if I don't get back to you in the message, it's okay to send it back to me again. Moana, you did, remember? Yeah. And Moana is like, hey girl, just following up. And when she did, I said, Okay, okay, yes, let's move forward on this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, she needs I an understand. auto message that will say it may take up to two to three weeks to respond back. <laughs> if yes. you do not get a message back in two to three weeks, please try again. Try again. Exactly. Yeah. So then that way they understand because everywhere else tells you what how soon you can hear from them. So you need to do the same thing. Have an auto message when they submit something they'll get. You should get a response in two to three weeks. Exactly. But I, I'm going to try not to take that long. <laughs> okay, we're going to say one to two weeks. One to two weeks. Right. That way yeah. it's a little, give you a little bit uh, sooner. But we're trying to give you a little bit of a buffer since it's you by yourself. Because until we can I, clone you, 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 that's a lot. <laughs> it is. And I tell a lot of people, um, you know, um, I had a lot of, oh my God, I had so much love for the indie, the indie community. A lot of them sent me free books to put in the store and it's a, a good bit of those books did sell and I contacted them back and was like okay your book did good let me you know get five issues put some more back in here and they was okay with that um I had a lot of books that I bought like Moana I sold completely out your book so you know your book did good in the store I think I got one more issue of issue two left and that's it but um your book did good, sold out. So I try my best. Like, I really, really try my best to support as many as I can. But then, like I told you guys, the store is not where I need it to be right now. So now, guess what? I'm not going to be able to order and buy as many books as I, as I want because it's just me. Yeah. So I can get the store on the level where it needs to be, which is why I'm about to get my other hustle going. You know, it is what it is. 
Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, y'all definitely do not question her her commitment to the independent community. Absolutely not. Just be patient because, you know, we don't have the resources that a lot of these other big companies have. And we're trying to do things, but it just takes time. That's just it's reality. We exactly. love y'all. <laughs> and, 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 and again, you know, I had to also remind myself that, you know, I'm, I'm the newest store in my city. But you know what? Like I said, the, the store is really starting to get up there. I'm getting more subscriptions, more pull lists, um, people coming in every week. The store is doing good. It's doing good. But it's just not where I needed to be. But it's okay because it's going to get there. Um I, I love it. I, I love the customers that I meet. I love the people that I meet. Almost every customer come in and I don't even know these people. They'd be like, don't you got a book coming out? Y'all, you do not know how good that sounds when I got people I don't even know. Like, yeah, I follow you on Instagram. Or I'm, I follow you on your page and then I'll be looking shit face because I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know I accepted you. <laughs> Serious, like I got some legitimate stuff going on, like for real. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, so question from someone in the audience: Does your store have other revenues besides comics, uh, MTG, and Pokemon cards, or other things? Um, I have slowly been trying to research how to get into like the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and Pokemon cards because I do want to branch into that. Um. My gaming area, I have not opened up the gaming area yet because Corona and mm. I want to host my gaming tournament and I want to make sure that it's, it's a complete success. So I don't want to open up my gaming area and have my tournament and then I only got five people to come because people don't want to be around each other because of the whole coronavirus. Mm. So I was thinking about maybe even offering it online. You can long you can go on my website, register for the gaming tournament, and long as your PS5, I mean your PS, your PlayStation 4 or your Xbox One, because I ain't got no money for no new system right now. Long as uh one of them systems can get online, you can participate from the tournament from home. You know, I'm trying to think of ways to do stuff like that. Oh well, we got we we gotta connect for you. We will hook yes. you up with Dedrin's Need. Um, that's his his playground. Okay, and, uh, and we got yeah, a we work others that, that can help you with um, how um, doing the tournaments and everything. Because I know one oh of them my. is an official um, referee oh. for the tournaments. Oh my god, ladies! Oh, that would be so perfect. Because I that's new for me. I don't. I've been kind of watching YouTube videos on how to like how to host one. Oh, that would be so perfect. Oh my god, thank okay. you. Okay, yes, we'll connect you because they're the official um, person we know is official. Um, person that do it on behalf of the actual like Pokemon or behalf of you know those brands and stuff. So they they're as legit as can be for whenever to do that. Okay. Oh my God. Thank you. That is perfect. You're welcome. This is what we're here for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming to the end for tonight. Um, you know, you talked a little bit about your new gig as an editor. Um, what else should everyone be on the lookout for in 2021 and beyond? Um, okay, be on the lookout for um, the potential editing gig that I got going on. Um, be on the lookout for um, growth with the store. You know, hopefully um, this year, this summer, my goal is to start building on my smoothie area. Right now, I have Yummy. like a 
cola vending machine in there right now. That's like my beverage. Because when I first was opening up the store, the health department gave me a whole fucking book to read and a whole <laughs> shitload of lists that you got to do. You got to yeah. have Gotta have that. You gotta have. I'm like, you know what? That was gonna hold up my grand opening. So I said, let me call Coca Cola and tell them to come and bring something in here, so that way I can keep the beverage in a way part of the store. So um, my my goal is this summer to start actually building on a um, beverage bar uh, where I'm gonna have smoothies and coffees and nice. that. That's what I want to. That's one thing I want to do for the store, and then. Um, I did announce that I am for 2022 wanting wanting to launch my own Comic Con. Oh. So that yeah, that's something that I got in the pipeline too. That I want to um, branch into comic convention type stuff. Well, we definitely um, have people can talk to you, let you know the good, the bad, and the ugly of dealing with uh, with starting your own convention and all the stuff you need to know. I would love that because let me tell you, I had called Tony Code, who's in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. And me and him were talking. And I was like, Tony, you know, I want to do a Comic Con. You know, here in my mind, go, I'm thinking it's just one, two, three. He was like, well, what kind of con? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do a comic convention. What you mean? What you he was like, well, is it a pop culture con? Is it a gaming con? Is it a is it a anime con? Is it a cosplay con? I say, well shit. Like <laughs> I wanna do a con. I didn't know I had to do all that. So yeah. Um Well, I, I mean you're you're well set up for it. Like you could start small and start it right there in the store, yeah. invite creators in, you know, like host panels right there. Yeah, um, and if you have to do it virtually for a little bit, you know, um, there's all kinds of ways. I mean, you already have yeah. the brick and mortar for a small con, right? Yeah. You don't have to go rent a hotel convention, you yeah. know, like right. space and things. Yeah, like that's that. one of those that you have to talk to the ones that are involved in the con community to be able to give you the insight to how all of them started small and then eventually got to the large ones now. So then that way you know what steps to at least build your foundation. So, because that's where a lot of small cons go wrong is they don't build a proper foundation. And then as they grow big, they can't keep up with the growth. Yes. And that's one thing I have been kind of researching and hearing about too. So that's why I'm taking my time. Mm-hmm. It's as quick as my store comes, but I will <laughs> uh, launch my own Comic Con. That's something I'm definitely going to do. Awesome. Um, I just recently uh, gave like a little teaser of the cover of my second book. And um, I'm really excited about that cover. Oh, that cover is just going to be so beautiful. It's already beautiful the way it is, but we're still working on it. It's not done. Was that the one with Tara and Adonis? That was beautiful. I mean, even in black and white, I'm like, yes. Can we make this into a poster? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited about that cover because uh, i'm sure y'all are creators you you, so you understand this 10 years ago when i first was creating beautiful soldiers that poster i'm calling the poster that cover was in here and to get to the point to see Tara and Adonis at that level, oh, I cried, y'all. I cried, I cried, I cried. 
pride because to see something that you put in here that mm-hmm. you that you want to, to see it just happen oh god it it, it is just it's it, it it's no words for it it's no words for a child um just thinking of that cover, like that was something that I envisioned ten years ago, mm. you know. And I stuck with it. I stuck with it. I didn't give up. I didn't stop. And to see my two characters interlock in such a beautiful, you know, my character. Y'all, y'all understand? You're creators. My character's real to me. They're yes. real. Okay. Those like, are your babies. They're my babies. Yes, they're real. Like, you know, only other creators, we understand that, <laughs> you know, they're not care. Those are people, okay? They just in another dimension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah, so to see them two like that, oh, I, I'm, I'm a proud mom. I say, yes, girl, get your man, honey. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that ties back into the advice that you said, you know, just don't give up, don't quit, regardless, you know, it might take, I mean, it might, a lot of times it is going to take longer than we we think, right, because we don't see all the different parts that go into something, but I mean, salute to you for never giving up, I mean, yes. it's, it shows in, in everything that you touch, so yes. um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're so proud of you. You know what, um, Moana? It's funny you say that because you know, like you said, it 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 might not, it might not take, of course, people as long as it took me. You know, um, I I didn't want to rush it. I wanted to take my time. I wanted to make it look perfect the way as perfect as perfect as I can get it. Um, I. It's taken me a long time, I know. My second book is not going to take no 10 years, of course. But, you know, I I, I had some legitimate shit going on. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be my new saying for 2021. I got some legitimate shit going on. <laughs> when people to understand, that's what I'm going to say. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, sis. Is there anything else you would like to say to the listeners before we close for the for the night? I would like you, I, well, first, thank y'all for bringing me on. This was, like, so much fun. Like, the questions you guys asked were so engaging. Um, so much, the energy, the, the aura, the, the, the vibe that I'm 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 getting from got you ladies and Moana. This is my first time meeting you, Miss Dana. Dana, yes. Dana and then Moana. You know you my sis, honey. It's just you know I'm so thank you for bringing me on, and I hope I you know you I hope I get to come on uh, in the future. And, oh, definitely. Um, you know I I read in I read colors. Like, that's my power. Like, I really can read a person's color. Mm-hmm. And you ladies have some of the brightest colors right that I can see that's behind you. And um, I really, really appreciate bringing me on. Uh, everybody who's watching, thank you for you watching me and supporting me. Door please, girl. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I both I'm a fan of both of y'all as as powerful women of color, not just within this industry, but just you know in in the world. Period. And what you what each of you is trying to do, and you know Dorfis like representing her Haitian roots. Like I, I absolutely love her story. I'm looking forward to um, issue three. So yeah. promo for Dorfis. She's on Kickstarter right now. Spirits yeah. Destiny issue yeah. three. Back with yeah. confidence, endorsed yeah. by the Moana Nui podcast. Go on out there and grab that book too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was so happy she made her goal. Yes. Um, the book looks really good. It looks good. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of know what happens because I had worked with her uh, <laughs> her script. So when I when I saw it, I was like, oh wow. Okay, I remember that. So it looks good. I'm I'm so proud of her and. Um, uh, I can't wait to read it, and I, I even want to get it in the store because I have I have her first book in there, and uh, a lot of people constantly coming in saying, "Do you got issue two? Do you got issue two? And I'm like, "No, I don't. I'm sorry." So hopefully, she'll get me issue two and three in there. Yeah, come on, Dorfies, issue two. <laughs> come on, honey. Let's come on. <laughs> issue two. Let Let's do this. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> You need to do what you need to do, Dorfees, is do a variant for comics and geeks. I'm telling you, stretch. That would be really cool. That would be really nice. I would love that. I really would. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I think it's a it's a good idea. That is. But I know, you know, it's always not just like every we got lots of ideas, but it's not as easy to just make it happen. But um, just putting it out there into the universe, you know, hey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody. Thank you to our listeners, everyone who's tuning in on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. We really appreciate you coming on to learn more about this superhero lady here that we got yes. with us. Um, LaShawn is always making big moves. She is courageous and she is not afraid to step forward and um, invest into the things that she believes in and the community around her. So please go and follow her on both Facebook and Instagram at Beautiful Soldiers. The graphic novel will be available soon. So um, also check her out, beautifulsoldiers.com for more information. And then for the podcast, follow us on Facebook at the Moana Nui Podcast. We're also on YouTube and on Twitch. So thank you guys for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed it. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Malama Pono. Ahoy. Ahoy.